Uh-oh. Daddy's home. I'm in wicked trouble now. You have no idea. You have to stop what you're doing. Oh, sorry. Can't do that. I'm not finished yet. Hi, everybody, and welcome to one, episode 125 of Revisiting Sunnydale. I am Camila. I am Marcella. And we are still in the cold and separated and... And it's snowing. We're in a panorama still. I'm sick of this snow. I'm ready for it to go away. And it just showed up again today. Like a lot of it. Like a lot, a lot. Mm -hmm. Like I went to take the dogs out and I went to let the dogs out in the backyard. And I was like, this was like at 536 this morning. I'm like, oh, that's a lot of snow. And they (laughs) they both like went to the top stairs and just like, no. (laughs) Sorry, I'm going to have to piss right here. I hope you understand. And I had to like clear off a like, little pathway and I wasn't prepared. I had on my house shoes. There's no shovel like within reach of me or not even a broom. So I, I was like an old box on the back porch. That I just used to like scoop some snow out of the way. It's like, fine, go, go on, go forth, go pee. I keep the uh, leaf blower by the front door so that if it's light enough, I'll just blow yeah. it. I usually use a broom as my... <laughs> is the my removal is my of choice. <laughs> I find it easier than the shovel. It is because you don't have to. You're I, not lifting. Let's work. Yes, I'm not lifting shit. No, it's like if I just kind of look. All I just need to make sure there's a clear path for my nanny and the mailman <laughs> and right? the occasional delivery person. And as long as I can get, like, it doesn't need to be perfect looking. Mm-hmm. There's a path that is salted and shoveled, shoveled and salted. You can make it through safely. Everyone is okay. <laughs> So anyway, we're not here to bitch and moan about everything. We're here to talk about Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Um, and on the things that you can follow us is Facebook page, Revisiting Sunnydale, Twitter at Back to Sunnydale, on Instagram at RVS underscore podcast, and the website, RevisitingSunnydale.com. You can rate, follow, and like us and subscribe to the show on Apple Podcasts, Libsyn, iHeartRadio, Amazon Music, Google Podcasts, and Player FM, and so many other spots that you get your um, podcasts from, except for spotify i've talked about it before i'm not going to get into it again but it's just not on spotify (laughs) so the big deal today oh james marsters you you guys may have heard and he's getting a divorce after 10 years from his lovely wife whom for the longest time i didn't know if i was his wife or his daughter well i'm confused about several things concerning this matter number one on Instagram. She's known as Jasmine Marsters. For the longest time, I thought her name was Jasmine Marsters. Mm-hmm. Then that article's like Patricia somebody. I'm like, who the hell is Patricia? Is this somebody different? So I guess her handle was just Jasmine, which Why? is a little weird. But what? Yeah, I don't know. Nickname? I don't know. It's weird. <laughs> Number okay. two, they were 18 when he got when they got. She was 18 when they got together. Gross. Ew. And he was 48. Ew. Ew. Why do I automatically think about Dawn's toes? Ew. Nope, 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 nope. nope. Look, look. Because it said they've been together for 10 years. And she's 28 and he's 58. Oh, my God. So. Look, and don't at me. And I don't care what y'all say. Like, yeah. I got my you got yours exactly we can keep it like that but this is our podcast so you're you're going to listen to hear about our opinions <laughs> on this matter she was 18 yes she was legal yes but i don't care who the dude is i would have if i was her parents i would have had some serious problems about right? like some 48 year old grow entirely grown ass man who has lived an ex-wife right who has lived and another son right lived several lives mm-hmm. <laughs> want to go like start up with my kid and and i highly knout so like they she was 18 when they met and married i don't think that's i, they, I don't, right. I don't yeah. think that's mm-hmm. exactly the case it's creepy and it's weird and it's just i don't i think it's very telling like nobody can tell me how flipping mature she was for eighteen, and that she was an old soul, and she spoke to something blah 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 blah. Like no, there's just no way you can't tell me that there's that much in common between a forty eight year old and an eighteen year old. Yeah, that they would be okay with like living to like, and you know, just nah, no, it just doesn't. It's not right. No, like we said, it may be legal, 
doesn't mean it's not icky. Right. Exactly. There's just so much wrong with it. There's so much. I just well, couldn't imagine. Like, I couldn't imagine me just sitting and having a conversation with an 18 year old. Right. And, I can't imagine an 18 year old rolling up on me and being like, hey, I'd be like. And <laughs> you want me to buy some chocolate? Right. Or- exactly. Do I? Are you looking for donations to your sports <laughs> camp? I don't. <laughs> and then second would be like, <laughs> you you want what now? Right. Your mom would kick my ass. Exactly. Like even just like lusting from a distance. I couldn't. I wasn't comfortable with my feelings about Michael B. Jordan until he was a smooth 30 years old. It was like, okay. And that Timothy Chalamet person. I don't even know who that is. <laughs> he's a beautiful, beautiful young boy. But I think he's legal now. But again, lusting after and actually marrying. This kid. No, ain't no fuck. I don't want nothing to do with no Timothy Chalamet. <laughs> this little Weasley. <laughs> this... <laughs> Get your old CK1 ad ass out of here. That's <laughs> He was just in that Super Bowl <laughs> ad playing Edgar Scissorhands. Oh, yeah, I can see that. <laughs> Hilarious. But in good news, in good pop culture news, well, no. Is, I want to bitch about this, too. Right, I was going to say, is this good news? <laughs> <laughs> it's, it has to do with the new Blade movie. Oh, this, okay. Yeah, this. So we found out yeah, over the weekend that the title of the new Blade movie has been released. And I got several issues with it. It is called Blade, the Vampire Slayer. That title's taken. No, that's not all right. Why would we do that? Why do we have to do that? Why can't it just right? be Blade? Why can't, right. Or, my friend Jen said, why can't you just call it Daywalker? Yes. Like That makes the, the most sense because this, <laughs> yeah, first The of, title, the Vampire Slayer, where, Did you forget to copyright that shit? Right. Seriously. Blade it's, the I'm Vampire I'm not okay Slayer. with it. Oh, no, it's not I'm right. I'm not okay with it. No. It also pigeonholes him into a description that's not really correct. Right. You know, that's not all he does. Yeah, exactly. He doesn't, doesn't, I don't know if he kills all vampires. <laughs> that's not like his total, like, I feel like he's got like a specific niche. Right. <laughs> I don't think he's just necessarily out looking for vampires slaying shit for slaying slaying shit (laughs) now this definitely yeah blade the daywalker would have been sufficient or you know just why why the vampire slayer that's really that's really taglines you don't need yeah that's too much and i don't i don't like it and i feel like it's targeted efforts in trying to make people against it already before it Mm -hmm. happens Mm -hmm piss off every Buffy fan right exactly and like now there's we're divisive about it which you know fuck what you heard like yes I I know I don't agree with their choice of a of title and hopefully somewhere along the line they drop it like maybe you know people start a working title yeah like maybe people start buzzing like somebody will come to their senses and be like "Eh, maybe not but I am going it's going to get my coin it's going to get my Mm -hmm. hard-earned dollars no matter what as soon as it's oh yeah for sure as soon as it sees the light of day they try to make me pay like $30 like they're like Disney Plus has been doing with all their shit I'd pay it (laughs) like I'm not paying $30 for Ali and Blaine come on now I'm not paying $30 for Black Widow oh no I'm not doing that but Mm -mm. I will start if it's you know I will put it start a kitty fund right now just like put a little (laughs) a dollar a day it's a right exactly (laughs) a dollar a day in your little in your coffee can (laughs) and then by the time it comes out you've got $30 put away for it already (laughs) On the good side of Disney Plus, though, I do want to take a quick second just to, if you guys are not watching WandaVision. I'm not watching WandaVision. I know I need to. You need to get on it now. The shit is weird Mm. and wonderful. See, my problem, what were your feelings about Wanda and what's his butt before all this? I loved them. Oh. I've I've loved Wanda from the start. Good, bad, evil. I just, I like Elizabeth Olsen as an actor. I do, too. And I enjoy the arc they gave Wanda mm. across the Avengers movies. I thought she was one of the stronger people. And every time people were like, oh, Captain Marvel's so strong. I'm like, Wanda could just pull you apart. Right. Like, 
Don't sleep on Wanda. Yeah, no, I mean, I liked Wanda as a character. I was a little put off by how how quickly they let her lose her accent or how her accent got real loose. By the, by the it time. did get real loose and it's actually gone in the show, but there's a reason for that. Yeah. Okay. But I, I like that they, that there is a reason for like her, the, the way she lost it over the Avengers movies is a little weird. It's thicker here than it is. Right. Other, like, you know, but so was Halle Berry's <laughs> Halle Berry's storm accent was all over the place. I, yeah. But I just don't, I don't know. I don't think I, buy or get or understand them as a couple uh Wanda the, and, and them Vision. as a couple i don't think we got enough in infinity war to really make me invest that much in right. their relationship but it was sad i didn't find it that sad i mean that's and that's why because i feel like I, I wasn't there wasn't enough leading up to it for me like what it was, was just it? out of the blue, like, oh, you guys are a couple. Oh, y'all are shacking that, like, up. Oh, you live in a foreign country. Right. Oh, oh, and you can pass as human now. That's a thing <laughs> that you've learned how to do. Okay. But the show is so weird and it builds on that connection between the two of them. And then when you go back and watch it again, mm. you'll feel it more. Season 6, episode 22, Grave. Original air date, May 21st, 2002. Written by James A. Contner. Directed by David Fury. After sucking all the energy out of Giles, a powerful willow sets off to destroy the world. Uh, important guest stars, Danny Strong as Jonathan, Tom Malank as Andrew, Jeff Kober as... Re- nope, he's not in this one, is he? Uh-uh. Yep. He did. Yep. He did. Did, 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 did. And Anthony, did, did, did. everybody's favorite, Anthony Stewart Head as Giles. And Ooh. as we come back, daddy's home. So, yeah, where we leave off is like, so Tara's dead, Warren is dead, Willow is bad, and Giles is back. It's all gone pretty bad. Yeah. Other than Giles being back. Right. Giles is magical now. Giles has some magics. And uh, Willow calls him out on the fact that it's borrowed. Mm-hmm. which yeah isn't yours kind of too like you just you kind of sucked all that from the books well, like at least his is borrowed yours is stolen <laughs> right like 100 I mean, if you want to get this specific willow <laughs> we could get specific <laughs> i love how condescending she's being in this <sighs> scene too she's just <laughs> so condescending like wow no thanks i can kill a couple geeks all by myself <laughs> So, like, it looks like, at the beginning, it looks like Giles has the upper hand. But, um, you know, it doesn't last very long. Willow what does whatever she needs to do and, like, gets juiced up again. I don't know. She just, she figures out the counter actions to his magics. And she's like, nope, poop. And then she's coming back to him. She's getting back on him. And she's so disrespectful. So disrespectful. But I love that she's like, <laughs> Buffy is tired. <laughs> And she's like, Willow, I don't want to fight you. Right. And Willow's like, I don't want to fight you either. I want to fight him. <laughs> Which, I love it. I t- I'm sure Buffy peed a little. I right. think I peed a little originally. <laughs> right. It's so perfect, though. Because, you know, you think about it, she spent all these years idolizing Giles and how smart and and I, be- I guess basically just smart he was and that he knew so much. And now she feels like, you know, she's the student who has surpassed the teacher. Mm-hmm. And uh, she just starts to go off on him, and when she even brings up this whole their last spat, when uh, you know after she brought Buffy back from the dead, and she was all super geeked about it, and Giles was not, and called her a rank amateur, and uh, now she's she, it hurt, it, it, it hurt, and she brought it up, and she's like, remember that, remember that time when you called me a rank, rank amateur? Now I'm gone pro. It's like, oh, credit, screaming, (laughs) cheering. It's so cool. She gets backlit. Yes. (laughs) Like the light comes from behind her and her eyes turn black. I think her voice drops a couple octaves. Mm -hmm. Now I'm going pro. (laughs) And it's like, oh, this is going to be so good. I know. It's like, it's like you want to see it, but you don't want to see it. It's like, oh, Mm -hmm. Willow, don't please. But also like, well, I mean, could she, can she hold her own against (laughs) No, Willow, stop. Don't. (laughs) (laughs) And you know, Buffy and Anya look a little shook, you know, rightfully so. (laughs) Mm Mm-hmm. They are unhappy with what, what's going on, but um, you know, Willow starts to try to go in on him, but uh, Giles quickly binds her, 
right quick. Yeah, he was like, yes, please. <laughs> he threw a donut around her. Yes, yeah, a little green donut type thing and, and binds her magic real quick. And, and uh, that's where you see a glimpse of actual Willow because she's like, ew, what the? <laughs> Get it off. <laughs> Get it off. <laughs> that's not the in control Willow. That's regular Willow. All right. Like, <laughs> and then she's kind of she's asleep or whatever for a little bit, just contained. And, um, you know, she threatens that it's not going to hold her forever. And then Giles turns to Buffy and is like, you cut your hair. <laughs> and then like the sweetest little they go Anya and Buffy go in for hugs and it's all so sweet <laughs> well after Anya's like I, I, I'm blonde I'm blonde, <laughs> I'm blonde. she's like hey. I dyed my hair again <laughs> she wants in on the hug right what's well, funny like you know when Anya you know brings up that she colored her hair again you know she has gone through a couple different hair changes I wonder what was happening like between her and Charisma because they both were having like a rough go at their hair choices <laughs> Yes, for, they were. And like, was it role driven or was it just? Yeah, was it just like not being, not knowing what to do? Like, because I want to say, I know Charisma was pretty much was very much older than everybody else. Maybe not like by decades, but she was older than everyone. And I want to think that Anya was too. So maybe yeah, it's just she, like, well, yeah, she was playing a teenager on nine hundred two one zero. Right. So. Maybe it's just like a thing, like, you know, a woman at a certain age, women start to just like, I just don't know what to do with my hair anymore. <laughs> like, I just need a change. I need something different. So maybe that's just they get caught up in that at that point. Yeah. I've been there. I get it. I understand. You think contracts would be so specific, though? Yeah, I'm sure because Buffy. Of the character. I'm, but I'm it's sure Sarah. Funny. Yeah, I'm sure Sarah had a very specific contract and probably even uh, Dawn. Seeing as how they put that ugly ass wig on her. Right. Before they let us cut her hair in an episode. Like, right. I'm wondering if that's what caused Buffy's cut hair episode. Probably. And gone. She cut her hair. They weren't ready for it. Right. That's probably what that it ugly was. ass wig on her. Exactly. <clears throat> so, so my favorite scene comes from Giles. They I don't know why they left Anya with Willow, but they go back into the training section and Giles gets a little replay of what's been going on. Buffy just tells him about all of the horrible choices that everyone has made, you know, in the, in the past year. It's like, basically, we suck without adult supervision. Mm-hmm. <laughs> We're all terrible people. It's like, you know, Don's a klepto. Xander left Anya at the altar. Anya's a vengeance demon again. Willow was hooked on the magic. There's that. Oh, and I've been fucking Spike. <laughs> and at this... To which Giles just... <laughs> loses it laughs. right starts cracking the fuck up <laughs> giggling like almost i have never seen this much glee i don't even know if it's a glee or just amusement yeah. is this sad sad laughter it's just like <laughs> did he win a and bet she looks up at him like i can't believe i said that out loud and then it's like hey don't I can't believe you're like la- i guess it is pretty funny All like right. she goes through this rapid change of emotions <laughs> all based on his laughter and the beauty is like because he's looking so stark at first mm-hmm. <laughs> and then she's like and i've been sleeping with spike and then he's just like <laughs> <laughs> and she's like giles <laughs> and he's like i'm sorry 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 he's like, and then full on falls out he's yeah like doubles over and in laughter and i have never been more in love with anthony stewart head than i am in that right? moment <laughs> watching this enjoyment he might as well face. turned around and like kicked that sawhorse a couple times <laughs> so because anya is this way um Willow's able to basically like telepathically, telepathically, telepathically <laughs> get anya to release her from her binding <laughs> Well, and I love that she's like, God, don't try that shit on me. That doesn't work. I'm a vengeance demon. You can't play your mind tricks. She's like, shut up. It's like, okay. <laughs> Way to go, Anya. Yeah. <clears throat> and Giles and Buffy are still kind of talking it out in the back room and talking about how Willow's, you know, really bad off and what are they going to do? And in comes Willow saying, you don't have to worry about me. Right. Willow doesn't live here anymore. Which chilling. Mm-hmm. Um so also like yet part of me is cheering. 
I know. I'm so conflicted, like, with the turn <laughs> of what Willow's. It's like, yay, she's found her strength and her sea legs and way to go, Willow. But it's also like, can we not kill your besties, though? Right. <laughs> <laughs> can we point you in a different direction? It'd be super great if we just kind of pivot over this way. So the way, so Giles, how he found out about what's going on with Willow is that a coven of witches sensed Willow's power and grief. Not saying that it was Willow specifically, just since this big old power that was happening in Sunnydale and then a seer saw Tara's death and let Giles know and then the coven gave Giles some power and now he's on now he's there so the he got his powers from the coven and so basically it takes a village people to like that we've never heard of before <laughs> right well you know Giles was, he had to make some new friends he went back over to London and like however whoever that he used the to kick it with gone. right yeah council's gone whoever he used to kick it with they might be gone that's mostly the council I'm sure and like Olivia there's only so much banging they could do or maybe Olivia found somebody else and so <laughs> he hooked up with a coven of witches and a seer so maybe he's got he's a, definitely a man of leisure over there in London yeah. now <laughs> making contact exactly chatting up the senoritas Getting in with the ladies. And Giles tries to contain Willow again, but she just waves it off this time. Yeah. And she full on goes in for the kill. She throws about eight different stabby objects at Giles. Damn, girl. (laughs) And if he hadn't taken Xander's lovingly made dummy and put it in front of him, he would have died. He would have, and I would have been sad. I would have been mad. (laughs) Listen, bitch. And now in our Xander's a fucking asshole <sighs> segment. Yeah. So Xander's still boohooing about, you know, he's throwing himself his little pity party while still trying to get everybody out and escape somewhere. But he, ha- he has no real plans still. Mm-mm. They're just wandering around town. Right. And he's all, oh, I'm such a pain. I'm such, they suck. And and Dawn is trying to like toss out some helpful suggestions. And she's like, but then she also kind of gets a little snotty with, you know, if Spike were here, he'd know what to do. Spike were here. Damn girl. (laughs) Like, like, why does that, why do you have to be so antagonistic? Everything that comes out of your mouth, Dawn. Like, why couldn't it just be, (laughs) maybe we should find Spike or, you know, Spike would think this or, or maybe not bring him up knowing very well how Xander feels about him. Right. Like, don't bring him up. But no, she pokes the bear. And then he has a smart ass comments like, Yeah, Spike, that's a good idea if he wasn't too busy raping your sister. Like Sir. <laughs> you're not wrong. I know exactly. But you're sure as hell not right. <laughs> that's she is a child. Right. We in a situation. That is not your story to not tell. The time. It's not your story to tell. <laughs> it's no, yeah, like it's not up to you to to, mm-hmm. to tell this child what's ha- what has happened. And Jonathan and Andrew are just kind of shuffling along in the back. Yeah, well, she had mixed companies, Andrew. <laughs> right. <laughs> not to mention the fact that you shouldn't be telling her, but you had mixed company. Right. You can't just go spilling everybody's dirty little seat. Like, like it's just it's not cool. Like this is again back to this is Buffy's business, Buffy's mm-hmm. story to tell. Not on you. So he's still boohooing and Dawn is like, oh my God, I don't believe you're lying. He wouldn't do that. And then Xander's just like, ah, what is it with these Summers women and Spike? Like, what is this blind spot you have with him? And then his his question is answered as Spike rolls out beaten, bloody, and yet still looking like Spike. Yeah, this is how, this is this blind spot. It's <laughs> the blind spot. And it's like, right here in front of us. If you, you... You work out a little. You get some abs, like this. Right? <laughs> you get, you get those devil, those devil horns. You get that little British <laughs> accent, right? the underbite and the, eh, tongue and cheek. But you don't have any of that. <sighs> but unfortunately, so, Spike is still searching for this quest he is on. Yeah, so I guess he, he is. He just passed the third one, which we're not sure what it is, but I'm sure it involves some beating and he took the head off of something. Yeah, head came rolling out. So now this is part three, which involves beetles all over his body. Not okay with this. (laughs) I'm not okay with it. And I'm glad that we get away from it and go right back to Willow. Yeah, it's like, oh, God. And the irony. And a Willow that is just... I don't know what's happened in the 10 minutes that we've been away, but the magic box is in shambles. So she is 
basically torn the place down. There's holes in walls, shit's on fire, beams are down, like... <laughs> Giles can barely move. He's like hanging onto the wall like, Willow, you got to stop. And she's like, mm, this is nothing. It's like, I thought, and she like does a glamour real quick and like whatever little scars and and that she had is gone. And, and I think it's at that moment, Giles is like, ah. Because <laughs> he's like standing there initially just <laughs> automatic. Like he's clearly tired. Like he's like, I've been through it. Fuck. <laughs> And she's like, hey, but this is shit. I could I could do some more. And I'm a little like bit stronger. Captain America, I could do this all day. Right. And then, <laughs> and then he's still trying to make these little threats like, you know, I know you're more powerful, but I could still hurt you. And then she, she's like, this is bullshit. And then he's just like, oh. <laughs> It's like and she was gonna it's kill like, him again, but Buffy intervened. But it's like that, like the look on his face is like, you know, you've just worked like a twelve-hour shift. And then some of your boss comes in and is like, "Hey, I'm gonna need you to stay for a little more overtime." <laughs> just like, or somebody pulls up at the drive-through just as you were about to take your, your headset off. No. Yes. No. Someone calls at like four fifty-nine. Right. Oh. <laughs> Having some problems, like. Ah. <laughs> and she's a little sick and tired of Buffy getting in the way. Right, because she like she throws she goes to like to zap Giles. Buffy knocks him out of the way, and she ends up like taking more of the wall building down. Mm-hmm. So yeah, so she gets a little fireball out of the fire, and she is providing Buffy a distraction. <laughs> she creates a handy little fire to go after Jonathan and the other one. Rude. Rude. <laughs> so rude. That's like a mini burn on itself. They continually right? just shit on Andrew. It's like, how long have you guys been, how long have you been hunting after him, Willow? This has been at least like 48 hours now. You can't just go ahead and right? commit to going this. Like, you're going to kill him, at least give him, do him the, the courtesy of calling him by his government name. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> and she sends off a fireball after the group. And of course, Buffy's like, what do I do? <laughs> Save Giles? Save Dawn and the others. The, the, and Giles is like, just go. Go. I got it. And then I swear there's a tiny little owl. <laughs> Giles is in some pain. He's face <laughs> down on the ground. He's bleeding. He's so over this. He's, he's hurting. Like my, my dude is really hurting. He's struggling. And Buffy goes running off in that awkward way that she runs. Yes. Stop filming her running. <laughs> It is uncomfortable. <laughs> so Willow, she's kind of taken, bad Willow has taken to doing a lot of monologuing. Mm-hmm. And so she's going on and talking to Giles, calling him a hypocrite when he strolls in with his borrowed magic. And uh, She's burning him. She's giving, she's still insulting him. And, like, you know. like a lot. it's a bit much like it's hurting my feelings right i mean at this point it's like damn i mean you've been thinking all this all these years (laughs) you told me we could have had a conversation you've just been holding on to all this and i don't know what's worse the physical or emotional pain that she is inflicting upon (laughs) because she tells him i used to think you had all the answers and i could learn so much from you i was wrong and then she pins him to the ceiling and he vomits some kind of spell some on top of, of her. Some sort of incantation. <laughs> she, that was just rude. <laughs> <laughs> and she realizes through all of this back and forth with Giles that she, you know, he mentions that she's starting to slow down and she feels it too. But all she really needs is a little pick me up. Bum, bum, bum. And she sets to steal in power again. Damn it, girl. She takes everything that Giles has. And leaves him a teeny little mess, but it fucks her up because there's too much emotion. Yeah, there's she's too like too much of like everything. Dosed. Right. She's like all woozy and whoo, who's your supplier? And oh my god, me magic equals drugs. We get it. So <laughs> she, but then she starts to feel the world's mm-hmm. pain. It's just too much. And she's like, oh my god, you poor sick bastards. Like <laughs> everybody's in so much pain. <laughs> I'm feeling and everything. Stop it. Yep. And she's like, don't worry. The world's suffering. I'll end it. So her new goal now. Like, so, wait. So good news, bad news. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Not just uh, Jonathan and the other one anymore. Right. She's uh, Now it's the whole world. 
she wants to go ahead and then, you know, burn it down, which cool, 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 cool. So she goes off <laughs> and leaves you know, Giles it's there. Like Spike said way back in season two, he likes this world. Right. <laughs> What is with people wanting to destroy the world? Everything you need for your dastardly plans is in the world. It doesn't make sense. When you destroy it, there's nothing left. You die too. Right. Like, what? what is, yeah, what exactly was it? Is it just, I mean, aside from Thanos, he was, you know, very specific. Kill off half the population, him not included. Which I feel like could have, should have been a little more targeted where willow is concerned so she's just right. wants to just go ahead and poof earth boom gone mm-hmm. everybody gone she's gone things gone <laughs> earth go boom and that's earth it go boom. so yeah it doesn't make sense to me it's like yeah destroy the world rah, rah, rah. and then what and then she teleports away how do you tell anybody that you did this right you want, you don't want credit you just want everyone to die does that you that fixes it too because i mean okay all right, I guess. Mm, this doesn't make any sense to me. Not good. This is not good. But on the flip side, the stupid B storyline with Jonathan and Andrew so, in the alley. I'm so over with Xander. Xander, Xander I just, I just want somebody to like punch him real quick. Because and that was and what's worse is that. You know, he's like doing this like fucked up pecking order thing of, you know, so he feels like low and in the dirt and all that stuff and feeling sorry for himself. But yet he like he doesn't miss an opportunity to cuss out Jonathan and or Andrew mm-hmm. and like to, you know, talk shit on them. Like, come on now. Like, just try to be better person. Also, be <laughs> like, seriously, a couple. He calls them social retards, which come on. Which. Like, Wow, we've come a long way. <laughs> Seriously, like really, <laughs> we could we got away with that. So, you were allowed to say that on network television, say that primetime TV. So, you know, while they're all while Xander's all bitching and whatnot, and they're getting getting ready to get into it, uh, Don sees the fireball come mm-hmm. down, and Buffy's very closely after it the fireball goes boom into the ground makes a hole dog falls through it buffy falls through it xander gets knocked out and uh i find it very interesting that buffy chose to knock andrew and jonathan out of the way and not save her own sister yeah i'm just gonna say proximity were they just there first Mm -hmm. were they closer (laughs) they were closer I guess, but uh, yeah, but, but you're right. Put her head down, ran a little fast. Yeah, like had she not run into them, she could have got to her sister. Mm-hmm. So with this, uh, Jonathan Andrew takes this opportunity to leave. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty. It's actually the one truly light moment I'd say in the episode. Yeah, Jonathan turns to him and is like, "Mexico, huh?" <laughs> and they run off. <laughs> and they run off. The two swords they were carrying very conveniently fell into the hole. Yeah. With Dawn and Buffy. And Xander is unconscious. So they do. They take their leave. <laughs> they don't even go over to check and make sure he's still alive. No. They just jet. Which, I mean, they've already spent like a smooth 12 hours with Xander. <laughs> I get it. I, yeah. So I, I'd have rolled his ass in that hole. Right. Exactly. They're like, he's lucky that they didn't do something to him. <laughs> mm-hmm. Just they, they just left him there. So back at the shambled, destroyed, burnt up, broken down magic box. Giles. It's like my livelihood. <laughs> like, fuck you, Willow. Which I don't, <laughs> which I feel like she never really did uh, make up for that. Willow. No. She, I think she, no. owed, she owed Giles and Anya a lot more than mm-hmm. what she gave. So let's just hope that she did a magical restoration before they. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Maybe mm-hmm. okay. Mm-hmm. So Anya is she's worried about Giles. Giles says that he's dying, and Anya's like, "Could you not? Yeah, don't die." <laughs> but uh, Giles is like, "Hey." I can see Willow. I know exactly what she's going to do. Oh, God, she's going to try to kill. She's going to end the world. <laughs> and he knows where she is and that she's he can feel what she's going to do. And it's <laughs> Anya's just like, what am I supposed to do with all this? 
just has kind of like this look like oh god you you need to rest you need right. to stop you need to just just shut up you need to rest stop telling me things that i need to do <laughs> like i don't want to stop telling me things i don't want to feel like i have responsibility in this right i, I can't do anything with this <laughs> and giles was just like this is the only way that i could think of to you know to basically deal with her right i had to do this and i don't know how he has this connection to her but it's lightweight convenient it's just as convenient as oh nothing nothing supernatural can stop her yeah (laughs) okay that's a convenient thing thrown in and so is this temple right which okay um so (laughs) don and anya or don and buffy are in this in this hole which is basically like you know obviously they're in the cemetery they're in a hole in the cemetery and they're surrounded by coffins Mm-hmm. sticking all through the walls and whatnot and stuff and blah 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 they're trying to get out and uh, dawn picks now to talk about spike's attempted rape what well and <laughs> what bothers me about this is we have seen in past episodes of buffy that there was was it season two where she jumped full on over a fence, yes like without yes. clearing it yep how why couldn't she jump out of this hole no idea I don't feel like this is, is like, what, six, ten feet down? Maybe. Maybe. At best. Fifteen, twenty. And that's before they start stacking the coffins on each other. Right. And also, we've seen her very strong. So she could lift that ogre's hammer, but she can't rip this coffin out of the wall, out of the right. earth. She couldn't grab uh, Dawn by the back of her pants and toss her ass right. out of that hole? She absolutely could have tossed Dawn out. I call bullshit on this whole damn scene. <laughs> and... On Dawn's bad timing. Like, we're trying to get out of a situation. Right. So she's like, hey, maybe one of Spike's tunnels is around here. Buffy's like, now that's the last place I want to be. And Dawn's like, why? Because he tried to rape you. I'm like, can we please not just casually throwing it around like that? This is a serious thing we will need to talk about at some point. I know. Can we please just stop bringing it up? And like, we've got other things that are brewing right now like like more immediate danger in this moment like can we not talk about this like i am so scattered right now i wish you people i can only compartmentalize so much and i'm just do you want me to break down do you want me to have a full breakdown right now Because I will. I totally will. <laughs> I will break the fuck down and go catatonic. I've done it before. You want it to happen again. <laughs> and Xander, it's now morning, by yeah, the way. Bullsh- like- and Xander has awoken and has finally ca- called down to them. Yeah. So they send him off to go get a rope. Anya pops in and is like, hey, Giles doesn't look so good. Uh, Willow's going to try to burn the world down. She's resurrecting some demon of something of a church with the steeple and i don't know like <laughs> buffy's like there is no temple on kingman's bluff <laughs> it is now <laughs> <laughs> and anya's just like i don't care i have to get back to giles like he's alone and oh by the way you know no nothing supernatural is going to stop her and buffy's like and what Dawn, does that mean again it's like giles is back you don't tell me shit <laughs> It's like, damn it, Dawn. It's not the Dawn. It's not. Okay. You're right. You're right. Okay. Is that what you want? You're right. It's like literally like the time. So Buffy was with Giles. Dawn was already gone by the time Giles came back. (laughs) Buffy comes to chase this fireball and tries to save them from that. So fireball hits. Buffy arrives. At what point? Dawn, right. would you have liked when to check? <laughs> when we're supposed to pull you aside, and oh yeah, we're in, we're we're like trying to get out of this coffin, this grave, this giant grave, basically. And so, Dawn, oh, I need you. I'm gonna hit you if you don't step back right now. <laughs> Tone it the fuck down. <laughs> Anya, can you take her with you, <laughs> please? Stop telling me that's not how it works. Just do it. <laughs> I need her. I know you're lying. You're lazy. I need her out of my space right now. <laughs> but she's like, nope, poof, I'm gone. Manya leaves. <laughs> so Buffy is determined to get out of this fucking hole. And she's like, Xander, where's that rope? Xander's not answering because, you know, 
whatever. But, you know, they're struggling, they're fighting, and oh, shit, Willow can tell. Willow can hear her thoughts or whatever. It's all connected. <laughs> now she's like... Whatever. <laughs> she's like, Buffy, always fighting. You know, I, I, I don't blame you. I know this is what you want to do. Blah, blah, blah. Always trying to save the world until the end. You know, you're right. You should be fighting to the bitter end. And I took you out of the earth, and now the earth wants you back. <laughs> Ouch. <laughs> Uh, slow clap for Willow right, right. there. <laughs> and you know what if Dawn were Dawn, she'd be like, What are you hearing? Bobby's <laughs> like literally in her face, like, shut up. <laughs> she puts her hand up in her face, like, uh-uh. All right. Uh-uh. <laughs> like, I swear, if you say one more word. <laughs> <laughs> and then they get attacked by Earth demons. <laughs> Earth demons? They're not just corpses? <laughs> no, it says some kind of like earth. It's some kind of, I don't know, earth demon. <laughs> it's a, I forget what they called them. It's gross. No matter what, Stupid though, words. like what, no matter what they're called, they are. And I, yeah, you're right. They're not just corpses. They're, they've got like claws or something. But mm-hmm. when I think about this scene in my head, I always think about like dancing skeletons from like a Mickey Mouse cartoon or something. <laughs> <laughs> uh, just reworked reanimated corpses from thriller yeah so these things got some weird like claw like stuff or whatever and buffy finally decides all right i'm gonna let dawn fight thank you yep. damn <laughs> he gives her a weapon finally for the first time ever mm-hmm. and dawn gets and dawn's in. holding her own right dawn gets in there she gets into some action yep she ain't no joke mm-hmm why? I mean, if you think about it, why you were willing to put Willow and Xander in danger when they were Dawn's age? What's the difference? Right, because she's your sister. Right, and like the whole thing was, and even, and what we should have learned from our poor mistakes of putting Willow and Xander into battle at that age is that you never bothered to really train them. Right. So maybe after having some years under your belt. And some space and some time and education, you go ahead and train your sister on how to fight. Right. Because, as we all know, the monks made her out of you. So maybe she has a little bit of your natural right fitness ability. But no. Not until this moment. Well, she finally decides that and that was a good time. So... You know, the earth is shaking and rocking and rotal, rattling and whatnot. <clears throat> There's earthquakes because Willow's doing her thing and Anya's got a monologue that she needs to get off her chest with Giles. <laughs> What's mm-hmm. funny is like, you know, one of the things that she goes out is like, you know, in retrospect, maybe it wasn't such a good idea for you to come and, <laughs> and, so make, funny. and make her ten, make Willow 10 times more powerful. <laughs> maybe you shouldn't have done that. That would have been great. Just saying. <laughs> Not the time. This is an episode of Not the Time. <laughs> and speaking of Not the Time, Xander shows up with Willow. Hey, black eyed girl. Eat me. <laughs> That's all I can say. This, this, this bugged me. <laughs> oh, it's so. It, and he just starts talking and talking, and Willow's like, shut up. And she's zapping him and blah, blah, blah. And he goes on to talk about how they're best friends and, you know, Earth world's going to end. I want to be here and hang out with you still. And the yellow crayon story, which we're all very familiar with. And back then I would have been like, oh, this is so sweet. My cold, dead heart hates it now. <laughs> <laughs> you saved the world with a yellow crayon. Are you kidding me? Yes. That's what really bugs me. And I don't know. I don't recall how I felt. It's, it always has felt just like it fell a little flat. This strong ass woman just got taken down. Because some dude sweet talked her. Because some dude sweet talked her. That's, that's what I'm, that's what I'm gleaning. That's what I'm getting from this. Um, just. I am learning some things more and more about you. I'm seeing some things with my adult heart. <laughs> well, it's crazy because it's just, it feels like we, we, everything was so well done and perfect. Just like this, how we built up this entire character of Dark Willow. How this whole, these three episodes ramped up. And then for it to end like this, like this is how we win. This is how right. we bring her back. 
mansplaining something? <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> and the fact that, like, when he starts to mansplain the crayon, Giles is like, ah. <laughs> That's it. The one opportunity we had to win. This is your Doctor Strange moment. This is your endgame moment. A crayon. I'm done. I'm so mad at (laughs) y'all. I am so angry about you, about all of this. And even Willow at first was like, "Really? <laughs> right? You're gonna you're gonna stop me by telling me how much you love me?" And, okay. And he's like, "Yeah." <laughs> and no. He just goes on and on and on and on and still, and then she starts to smack him around, you know, magically a little bit and like scratch up his face and stuff and <sighs> blah blah blah. Xander, oldest friend, he talks her down. She. <laughs> He keeps saying, I love you. I love you. I love no you. No matter what. I love crayon breaking Willow. Right. I love black eyed Willow. I love you, Willow. And she's like, shut up. I love you. Shut up. I love you. Blah, blah, blah. But what is funny is that I was watching this episode with my daughter, with Kosh. <laughs> and as Xander was going, I love you. She started to say, I love you. I love you. She started to repeat it. <laughs> oh, that's so cute. So she was going around the rest of the day saying, I love you. I love you. I love you. <laughs> That's so cute. Unfortunately, this is not. I I know. So they're going on. They're going back and forth and doing this until finally Willow breaks uh, down and starts to cry. And she feels some humanity. So Xander is the one that tapped her back into humanity. But also Giles's magic that he had was uh, soaked in humanity or whatever. (laughs) so he did what he thought she would do so he dosed her as Anya put it with some human magic stuff (laughs) something (laughs) kind of a STI (laughs) at least it's not an STI so I'm not really clear <laughs> on the no. specifics of everything. One thing I'd love to know, though, is as Xander is hugging her and she's crying it out, all the darkness leaves. Mm-hmm. Where did it go? <laughs> did it go back in the books? Right. It'd be I wh- would have liked a shot of that because otherwise, if it just went into the ground, it's searching out. Right. Another vessel. Uh-huh. But we never talk about it again. So all the darkness leaves as Xander hugs her and as she's crying. And I get it. I'm sure this is some sort of metaphor at some point about, you know, when we get depressed and, you know, anxiety and we reach to our friends and blah, blah, blah. I get it. But still, as far as like scripted television epics like here, this is just it's still a little... It seems just a little easy mm-hmm. way to get out of this um, as far as the writing goes. And so as all this is happening, then we go back to the magic box and Giles pops up. Hey, he's feeling better. Yep. <laughs> and down in the hole, the demons have disappeared and Buffy starts to cry. <laughs> and Dawn and... is just like, you bitch. Of course you'd be sad that the world is going to be okay. Dawn, 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 for the love of God. <laughs> <laughs> Give me a goddamn minute. <laughs> I have been through so much in the past. <laughs> Can a bitch just release some fucking pressure? <laughs> and she then realizes, oh, are those happy tears? <laughs> to which Buffy is like, yes, you dummy. <laughs> which I wish she just would. I just, just shoved her a little bit. Just a little mm-hmm. bit. Because this is done so fucking aggravating. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so much God. so so much god damn it dawn i'm gonna fuck you up i'm gonna need you to go because <laughs> everything is so fucking personal <laughs> right <laughs> oh sorry the world didn't end sorry to disappoint you <laughs> 
I'm gonna kick you. I'm, I, I seriously need you to step away from me. I'm gonna throw you out of this hole now. I have found the strength. All right. And so now Buffy's like, oh my God, I'm so sorry. Is that what you think of me? <laughs> blah, blah, blah. And Buffy promises. Which on one hand, we're like, yes. <laughs> yeah, a little bit. And they hug it out and they have a little cute therapeutic moment together. And it's okay, Buffy. We love each other and hugs and sniffles and all that stuff. And then Buffy's like, hey, you know, I've been uh, working so hard to protect you from the world that I forgot to show it to you. So things are going to change. Now we get to, I'm going to show you the world and I'm going to teach you how to fight. Mm whatever which, you the sarah mclaughlin which damn it i mean i love this song i so it's i do uh, it's prayer of saint francis mm-hmm. but i feel have, have they used the sarah mclaughlin song on here before yes season two uh full of grace that's right when she leaves sunnydale right which yeah which is this song doesn't exactly have the same effect as no. Full of Grace does. I mean, I still love it. It's beautiful, but the imagery, because everything is like, oh, everything is all beautiful and great and flowery and sunny and life is good again. And yay, everybody's doing great. We got shots of Anya and her and helping Giles through the rubble and Willow and Xander are hugging it out. And Buffy's Willow's showing crying. Willow is crying. Like a lot of the willow cries. Buffy, once again, we get a shot of Buffy clawing herself out of a grave, which mm-hmm. I mean, we you think that'd get tiresome after a while. Yeah. But why didn't we start to do that before? Um, OK, so <laughs> and yeah. she's like walking Dawn through through flowers and patches and they're both all yay. Love is great. Like life is good again. And da, da, da. Hey, did that steeple did that temple go back down into the earth? No, I think it's still sitting there. <laughs> got I think it. it's still there behind them. But um, <clears throat> Andrew and Jonathan, we even got a shot of them, and they're on their way to Mexico. But you know when they were in jail, mm-hmm. and Andrew was worried about that prisoner. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. The man that they decided to get in a truck with seems far more dubious, way worse, way worse than the man that they were in jail with. I and they actually sink closer together in the seats because they're worried too yeah he looks like i he's, think he's gonna like your little hands jonathan i think he's gonna sell them on a black market somewhere mm-hmm. <laughs> but yeah they'll be like if they make it <laughs> right to, to the next intersection to the next exit i think the payoff of this sarah mclaughlin song is the way that it ends with spike yes that's that's the big payoff is the contrast that we're given like I said, like everything is like all beautiful and sunshiny and flowers, flower groves and all that stuff. And um, and it is in dying that we are born is one of the lyrics. And then we to eternal life, which damn it. Damn it, Sarah. It is right? in dying that we are born into eternal life. And then we go uh. from this sunshine daylight into this deep, dark, crypt cave <laughs> wet and spike is all battered and bloodied and burnt on the floor and yet he's alive like he's still alive and he wants his prize so he's like yo give me my stuff i did what i was supposed to be doing i did i won all the battles or whatever and the dude's like you've endured the required trials and he's like damn right i did (laughs) so what so then he's like five words we were not expecting but listen Still, though, what I still don't quite get is when he's like, and I'll give that Slayer what she deserves. How is this how giving is this? her? <laughs> <laughs> yes. So first, the five words that we were not expecting were, we will return your soul. I'm sorry, what? <laughs> and then he places his hand on Spike's chest and in goes Spike's soul. Now back to the... how. How does this give Buffy what she... Are you trying to give her the perfect boyfriend? <laughs> and right. And if, and why? And if so, why is this just so... <laughs> why is it in such a threatening manner? Right. <laughs> give this bitch bitch is going to see a change. <laughs> right. Well, well, I mean, oh. to start with, you could stop calling me bitch. <laughs> right. That would be one way to make a nice change. <laughs> right. And then, credits. Season six is over. 
We'll have to wait to see what kind of impact that soul will have in season seven. We had to wait an entire summer. Summer, <laughs> so, y'all. Do you know how many times like we first of all probably like watched that episode and then <clears throat> just seen like that last shot <laughs> like all over yeah. like the interwebs and everything yep. at, at that point in time on on uh, fan sites and everything like it was so <laughs> and immediately so you know we we forget that conspiracy theories around fandoms did not start with avengers <laughs> right no <laughs> immediately after this episode aired everyone wanted to know how this was going to impact the shanshu prophecy right right because now there are two vampires with a soul. Mm-hmm. And of course, it gets, they talk about it on Angel and they'll talk about it on Buffy and it'll become a thing. Right. Because of course. Because of course it'll become a thing. But we had so many forums like, what does this mean? What does it mean? What could this possibly what kind of impact? What's going to happen? Is he going to be good? Is he going to be bad? <laughs> Y'all, we talked and talked for so months. much. So much speculation, so much, so much fan fiction, so much mm-hmm. <laughs> just like theorizing and, and sure, you know, some people, sometimes you're way off. Sometimes you were right. You know, some people were on, you know, but, but it's still, damn it. If it wasn't fun just to like, that's how we scratch that itch for like right? having a whole summer of not having it, like having to wait and everything. It's just like, yes, let's read everybody's theories. So that my friends is where we were. Uh, mm-hmm. Xander saved the world and that just kind of tastes like ash in the mouth. It does. Our song of the week <laughs> is prayer saint francis of course i mean it's the first real song we've had in right a long time but it would have won anyway it's a great sarah mclaughlin song if you don't got it go to spotify go to amazon yeah. go wherever you get your music and download it it's wonderful it's a good song it's actually like on kaja's list of music that i pl- like on her playlist for sleepy time so. it's a good song <laughs> burn we had a couple yeah. uh I think the first one wins, which was Willow to Giles. When were you under the delusion that you were still relevant? Right. When you were, yeah, she said something, I forget what led up to it, but along the time, like when he shows up and she's like digging in his ass <laughs> figuratively, she's like, you know, you said something, you know, when you were under the delusion that you were still relevant. Willow, Ouch. I'm going to, Willow, I'm going to really, I'm going to take offense to that. Okay. <laughs> because I guess I was under the same delusion. <laughs> Um, ma'am, he is and always will be relevant. I'm going to ask you to watch your mouth and watch your tone around Sir Giles. One wonderful thing that we didn't talk about about Giles in this episode is from the end of Two to Go, when you hear the I'd like to test that theory, we're all like, Ripper! We think it's Ripper! When in fact, this is Rupert. Right. This is a different animal. This is not Ripper because Ripper, I think, would have handled this situation a little differently. A little bit. Yeah. That- this was full on Rupert Giles. Mm-hmm. And it was wonderful. And he does not deserve to be spoken to in that manner. <laughs> I'm going to ask you to put some more respect on that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Second burn was about um, Don, the exchange between Don and Buffy where she calls her a dummy. But I don't even really like that one anymore. I <laughs> think I wanted the world to end. And pretty much like any, like seriously, anything that Willow said to Giles throughout this entire fucking episode. Uh-huh. could be It's considered. all right in there. Those yeah. are all the burns right there. <laughs> there were multiple bodies dropped in this. Spike killed a couple demons. Buffy killed a couple golems. That's the word. They were golems. They were earth golems. She killed three of them. Dawn killed one. And two just kind of were automatically dissipated when Willow became normal. Yes. Does it pass the Bechdel test? (sighs) Yeah. I'm going to say no because there's mansplaining. Yeah, I guess so. Because, I mean, I was going to say at that moment where uh... Buffy and Dawn are talking about how the world's beautiful. No, actually, I was going to talk about uh, Anya and uh, telling Buffy and Don what Willow's plan was. But still, like Giles, it's more like Giles told me what Willow's plan is. Mm-hmm. So, <clears throat> but yeah, I mean, again, like, yeah, that mansplaining like really fucks up the whole thing. Because like mm-hmm. even like what the exchange between 
um, Dawn and Buffy is still kind of just like superficial. It's like the world is yeah. beautiful. Let me show it to you. Mm-hmm. Here's now? some flowers. You realize this now? Right. Here's some flowers. Okay. <laughs> For example, poor Hemplo. Look at this glorious patch of flowers. Like, damn it. You know. <laughs> it is so schmaltzy. Their walk through the graveyard. It is. I wish they'd skip that little. Right. The only thing. I would have spent more time in the truck with Jonathan and Andrew over watching them frolic through the cemetery. Well, even like the, the whole like little montage of everybody like being all the only way that i i give it credit is because for a hot second because you don't see or we're not you're not expecting to come to spike at that moment yeah. so it's just kind of like this oh this little story off will relax your body you know that's what mm-hmm. that's what it feels like it's just like oh okay everything's cool everything is all good oh my god Woo, I, I didn't know we were gonna make it through that one Woo, i am right. so glad that, that xander <laughs> saved wait a minute wait oh yeah that's right what's spike up to what's he doing right. a soul <laughs> <So>. <laughs> i would have rather just had because at the heart of it Tara still just died in a horrible manner. <laughs> Everyone should be sad, not frolicking through a cemetery. This is true. Like, like if still... they had climbed out of the cemetery and just fallen into the heap that they were when Joyce almost came back, mm-hmm. just crying into each other's arms about their future, mm-hmm. I would have. That would have been a little bit more disrespectful disres- towards what just happened. This is true because you know, yeah, because it's like because oh, yeah. this is what the next day basically she just yeah. died yesterday yeah it's gotta it's like at the very least like the day after like it's no more than three days like right. this entire no more everything. Than three days since it happened <laughs> right and the coroners are, or the cops are actually probably still waiting at your house to <laughs> talk about some things right. that happened <laughs> exactly like how buffy just got better right so yeah there's that so yeah i am uh it's such a Mixed mixed bag of emotions for this episode, where I'm concerned. Yeah. Well, a random trivia or goof is that this is the only season finale that was not written and directed by Joss Whedon. Mm. And this is the only season in which only one episode, Once More With Feeling, was written or directed by Whedon. Interesting. Which means his focus was somewhere else this season. Angel? I think so. Much- Moral of this story, don't let mansplaining save the world <laughs> I don't know what the moral of the story is uh, maybe just you know try to fi- find uh, find decent ways to process some grief try to mm-hmm. try to figure out the best possible way to process your grief you know what this is and it just hit me what this is a happy Gilmore ending excuse me or Billy Madison <laughs> sorry it's a Billy Madison ending Aren't you glad you called that guy? That's what they did. They made it the easiest out. Remember Steve Buscemi's character was going to kill everybody at the. Right, right, um, right, 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 right. Yeah. But Billy made that call. That's and, like, right. Did it, this one little thing from their past <laughs> and it saved the day. Uh, yes, that's exactly what this is. <laughs> it was a Billy Madison ending. It was. It was super easy. And, you know, and I get it. You know, it. it sort of um it's how do you because we you can't kill willow we weren't we wouldn't have made it back from that there's no, no there's no coming back from that if buffy had had to kill willow yeah but xander talking it out eh, i don't know uh-uh. if that was the best best uh-uh. way out of this so yeah i would have preferred something a little harder yeah so you could have killed anya sorry guys <laughs> Back off, back off, back off. You could have killed, killed Giles, but I would have really been upset about that. No. But I think we could have come back from it. Probably. We could have recovered. It probably, Yeah, we probably would have because, I mean, honestly, he was missed, but he wasn't missed when he was gone most of the season, this past mm-hmm. season. So let us there know. There needed to be more consequences for Tara's death than just this. There needed to be a bigger fallout, bigger outcome. This was just too easy. Yeah. Too easy. But I still love it. I mean, it it started off so high, but there was a lot of really good stuff at the beginning of the episode, and then it sharply dips. Yeah. Yep. 
So tell us your thoughts on season six finale, Grave. And uh, you can send us an MP3 file that's less than two minutes or e- and email it to revisitingsunnydale at gmail.com. We may play it on the air. Next week or next episode, we do our season six wrap up. Mm-hmm. We got some thoughts. Yep. As per usual, as we like to do, we each rank the episodes um, for ourselves and just talk about overarching themes and favorite ups, you know, things like that and blah, blah, blah. Just basically just talk it all out in one one, one forum kind of thing. So if you have thoughts if that you-, you want to share with us, again, let us know by emailing us at revisitingsunnydale at gmail.com. You can visit us on Facebook, Revisiting Sunnydale, or Twitter at Back to Sunnydale. Let us know if you have anything you want us to include in the episode. In the meantime, you can just subscribe, follow, and like us. And you can follow me, Camila, on Twitter at the underscore rugged angel. Or me, Marcel, at msphere7338. All right. Once again, that's another one in the can. Thanks, y'all, for listening. Have a good one.